Alright, we're gonna scoot real close. I'm real close. Alright, so we're recording. Recording. Pronunciate. <laughs> okay, so we are. Wait, <laughs> what was that? I said, come on, I have mac and cheese to eat. Okay, Jess. Today we saw two movies. What we're two? We're only talking about one, right? We're going to talk about both in a quick manner. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, I know, it's rough. Uh, we're going to talk nice and loud. First, we saw the movie Bumblebee. It is a prequel in the Transformers series, film number six. What'd you think? <laughs> um. Okay, multiple ways to look at this. If you look at it as Transformers 6, this movie's fantastic. 100%, like, best one we've seen in years. If you look at it as, like, a general, compare it to other movies out there, yeah, I mean, it was a solid B. Like, it was great. Sure. Nothing wrong with it. Well, that's not true, but... So, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I enjoyed a lot of it. Haley Steinfeld is fantastic, as always. Amazing. The one movie we were talking about earlier is Edge of Seventeen. Edge of Seventeen, right. Go see the movie. That's an A-plus movie. This movie is like the, in my, I feel like it's like the lower budget, independent kind of film version in the Transformer series. It clearly costs like a fraction of the other ones because less fighting, less robots, and there's an actual story to it. And I think it's because it's a prequel, they aren't held back by what can Mark Wahlberg do now. It's like mm-hmm. starting over, it's her movie, her life. I also like the setting in 1987. Yes. That's Very a, cool. They failed big time in the marketing of this movie <laughs> to really say, hey, it's 1987. Like, this is... Oh, yeah. 80s. That would gather a whole nother audience. I honestly... I mean, I was expecting it to be a prequel, but I did not think it would... Like, the soundtrack in this movie is fantastic. Like, early on, it's her world, at her job. Like, people basically... She's like the, the bug they step on. Like, she, nobody likes her. Not nobody, but she's the uncool kid. Yeah, she's very, I mean, what, insecure? Like, she doesn't think much of herself. Right, there's multiple scenes where, like, the cool yeah. kids... Her story, like, character development is on point. They do a really good job. For a Transformers movie, especially, I mean, following her, like, development is great. I mean, this script, it makes me almost think, like... It wasn't originally Transformers. It's basically like the movie E.T., but then they like they you know put Bumblebee into it. Now, you've got like the John Cena character, which I feel like if you have John Cena in the movie, they didn't really want him originally. I look like the guy who ate Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. If you can't get Mark Wahlberg, get John Cena. Yep. Or if you can't get The Rock, get John Cena. But he Aww, was... Oh, poor John Cena. No, he was good. And he was great in uh, Chicken Blockers. <laughs> if you haven't seen Chicken Blockers, go check it's it out. It's just called Blockers. Well, it's called Blockers or Chicken Blockers. I don't think that's what they refer to There's it no as. way of knowing. So overall, to me, this movie, I was very impressed with it. I had a lot of fun watching it. The last two Transformer films were horrific, horrible, terrible, bothered me. We saw them. It is so rare the that we say, don't go see a movie. The- Do not go see Transformers. What, four, four and, and five. five. Yeah, those were really bad. Oh this one God. I do recommend because it's not the typical... There's still plenty of robots in it, but not over the top. It's really the story between Bumblebee and Haley Steinfeld's character. Now, having said go see it, of course there are a few strange things in this movie. Oh, yeah. 
Jess, do you want to? What's the one that you really took from? Like in the in the movie, it happened, and you were gonna just start busting up laughing. Like I couldn't look at you. you. Told me not to look at you. Yeah, I I mean, you definitely wanted to discuss it right then and there, but I, I would have had to walk out. Like it was so bad, it just didn't make any sense. So the first of all, Haley Seinfeld's sidekick, like we'll just call him, because there's really no need for this character in the movie. He has a crush on her next-door neighbor, and he works up the nerve to go talk to her, sees Bumblebee, so all of a sudden he's, like, part of their plot. Like, he has to just tag along because he's the only other one that knows about Bumblebee. Anyways, they're driving along and enjoying the open road, and Haley Seinfeld decides to prove the point that B can drive the car himself, and... For some reason, she asks for his shirt. Now, this isn't like... It's just weird because they've just met. <clears throat> right. And she says, give me your shirt. And he looks at her and she goes, no, I'm serious. The shirt off your back, give it to me. And he just, being a 17, 18-year-old guy, like, okay. Like, just takes a shirt off for this girl. And she proceeds... To tie it like a blindfold around her eyes and then like jumps through the roof of the car so she's standing like while driving and the shirt blows away. Now what's strange is to me, she says, give me your shirt because I want to test Bumblebee's reflexes. And my thing Did she say that? Something about testing reflexes. But she, we've already proved that she can close her eyes and he can drive the car. Right. So I'm I mean, thinking like, she's going to throw the shirt out the window and Bumblebee's going to go catch it. But no. It just didn't make any sense. Not to mention, no. there are three different times in this movie where shirts come off of guys for no reason. Which is, on one hand, I really like that they didn't really sexualize Haley Steinfeld like they did with every other Transformers movie. True. With Megan Fox or in the last movie where Mark Wahlberg had like the girl working in the junkyard and she was like 14. Like we're yeah, in, it was really weird, weird and creepy stuff. Weird. So they got that right. But the guy, the one, I mean, guys are just taking their shirts off in this movie. For no reason. Oh Yeah. I mean, she, one, she just crashes into when she's walking, carrying some lemonade, takes his shirt off, whipping it off, you know? Yep. Anyways, that's the one thing that really jumped really out. Really bothered me. Because it, did it didn't it, fit with her character. Or the plot. It didn't need to happen. I mean, his, honestly, his whole character was just an added bonus. I, I mean, just for guarantee. more conversation. Well, they needed a male character opposite her, like almost like a love interest, but she wasn't really interested in him. No, so she it, was all about Bumblebee. Right. He was just like following her around, like wanted to meet her, be with her. He's so insignificant. She drops him before the final, not final. Yeah, no, it's like, a final battle. Yeah. In the third yeah, act. He just disappears. No need anymore. And to the point where, without giving anything away, he's about to go with her, but he's like, basically, I'm going to... I'm going to hang back. I'm going to hang back and hold these guys off. And we're all, we're looking at each other like, wait, what's, what's he going to do? do? What what could he possibly do? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And but then, you know... They, luckily, they do kind of make a joke out of it. So they save that. But you could delete the character. I don't know if that's a save. I mean... If he really actually did something, I'd be like... Would it make any this sense? This guy's yeah. a goofball. But the character memo you could delete from the entire movie. Oh, yeah. 
he was probably added in later. But there's there's so much that's good in this movie, like her family, the different characters, the stepdad, the mom, the brother Otis. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it's it's funny stuff, great soundtrack, and Bumblebee is Bumblebee. You see, that was Marcy from Californication. Oh yeah, oh yeah, pretty cool. Had some good flashbacks. <laughs> we didn't finish that. We should season seven. We're on last one. Anyways, all in all. Um, well, okay, you know what? A little spoiler, if you're listening, just don't listen for the la- the next, like, two minutes, or we'll say 30 seconds, because Jess is ready to eat some macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. But there, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene in this movie where Bumblebee goes into a murder rampage mode. Right. What was up with that? His eyes turn red, and he starts murdering American soldiers. Yeah. Which is kind of strange. And yeah. Especially in the earlier Transformer films directed by Michael Bay. He's very patriotic in this movie. He's like flag waving even non-transformers lots of patriotism stuff but to see bumblebee up there just murdering these guys with napalm and bombs and just blowing things up was a little jarring for me it didn't and it didn't make <laughs> sense i mean the only thing that sparked it was i think was it john cena's character like threw Haley seinfeld to the side because she was getting in the way or something yeah. And so then that um, made Bumblebee go into attack mode, which you would think would be, like, a legitimate response, except she was fine. She was asking him to stop, and it was never like, you know, I did this to protect you. It it, it just didn't add up. Yeah. But, hey, I enjoyed it. I do recommend it. I definitely do, too. I think people will like it. Even if you don't like Transformers, it being, like, the first, like, a prequel... Um, you'll it enjoy really it. is like an ET story, just like a girl and her alien, yeah, robot hanging yeah. out. Yeah, it's a better version of Mac and me. And the ending, the they, en- ending, well, or endings, okay, because it you're ended. Right, you're the right. Ending <laughs> was, was perfect. It was so good. And then they continued. I mean, we're talking. This is a movie where they like mention things earlier. There's like common themes, or Bumblebee watching um, Breakfast Club and like <laughs> yes. imitating characters. When the movie ends on a certain song, you're like, "Dude, this is perfect." Bumblebee gets saluted by John Cena, and what right. is that saluting oh back to his on there? That's perfect. Oh, yes. So the movie ends. Well, there's multiple endings, and they didn't really end on the right part. Like some of the last couple of things could have been mid credits or credits going over, over top of it. Yeah. We're not going to get into the, the memo, the hand-holding rejection. No. Mm-mm. That's a whole other episode. It's just not worth it. Um, so, yeah, we recommend go see Bumblebee. Definitely go see Bumblebee. Now, we're going to real quick. What? Nuh-uh. Yes, me, my macaroni. Real, you real said quick. 10 minutes. It's been 12. That was real quick. Oh, Let's wait, do, until 15. Wait, you have are we going to record? Less than three minutes. Are we going to record tomorrow? Probably not. Okay. so we Less all, than three minutes. <laughs> we also just saw the movie. Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet. Correct. Well, I know it's correct. I picked it. What did you think of Ralph? <laughs> okay, so I dozed off, but I know I didn't miss too much because I kept waking up. Wreck-It Ralph is just a fun character, and I wish I could mm-hmm. be in the world of video games, like inside. Oh, yeah. And when they go into the world where you have like Disney princesses. So cool. Hilarious. Fantastic. I know. I mean, just getting into, like, the whole, like in the world of eBay, but, like, they're walking, there's bidding going on in auctions, and everyone's like little avatar people. Like, the late avatars get killed or smashed, and it just means people, internet broke down. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love stuff like that because, I mean, maybe there is just little people out there surfing the internet. Why not? Because 
I mean, to us, they're just cords, cables, and buttons on a screen. Whoa, you know what I just realized? What? Okay, quick spoiler for the next 10 seconds for Bumblebee. In Bumblebee, I think the Transformers created the internet. Yeah, I know. We looked at each other at that moment, and there was, like, the interconnected web. That was fantastic. Huge. So then the second movie we see is Wreck-It Ralph Ralph breaks the internet. internet. Yeah. Anyways, okay, in this movie, brief summary, Ralph's goal, at this point... What's the racing? Candy racing? Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush. The handle, the steering wheel broke. Yeah, because Vanellope was bored with her game, and Ralph created a new track for her. So she went rogue and just started playing, you know, the track herself. And the the player, the real-life person, ripped it the opposite way to try to win the race. Right. And now the, the owner is going to be unplugging... Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush. So they have to... Find a new steering wheel on eBay before the guy comes to pick up Sugar Rush. Simple as that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I recommend it. I really see it. It's a heartwarming story. Um, I still like the first one better. Um, I don't know, just because it was new. Um, there were more, I think, suspense and comedic moments where this, it was more about like continuing the friendship between Vanellope and Ralph. And I mean, but yeah, the Disney princess scenes, like the addition of that is amazing. I mean, all of those little, like, what are they? Easter eggs just like throughout Easter are eggs, references, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, seriously, everywhere. It's so, worth going to see just for catching those things it was kind of like a different version of ready player one where there's so many things going on different characters that appear it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah grade i don't know a sure i mean for an animated movie yeah right i mean honestly i don't think there's anything wrong with it go in knowing it's a sequel you'll definitely enjoy it more if you see the first one first um but you don't have to Right. Now, real quick, before the movie started... Real quick. Real quick, before the movie started, we had to watch a thing where the three male white directors talked to the audience. Yeah, it was pointless. Yeah, what did you think of that? It didn't mean anything. It was very strange. I guess when I go see a movie, even though I've worked on movies, I don't care so much having them like pop up and say, hey, enjoy this movie, because I don't want to think, like, oh, this is like... Fake. Fake. Yeah. Like, oh, you put this together. Cool. Like, you have to watch the credits, but... Like, um, the opening to Wreck-It Ralph, they didn't even show the title, I don't think. No, or, it just went right in, because I really thought that it was going to be a short film. That's what I thought we were watching at yeah. first. They don't show any credits or the title until the end, so... Anyways, Wreck-It Ralph, go see it. Super cute. You'll enjoy it. Although, this wasn't, like, a heart-wrencher one for me. Like, the first one, I'm pretty sure I cried. Wait, this one you cried much. in Bumblebee. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Are you kidding me? No, I didn't. You didn't cry while watching Bumblebee. When do you think I At cried? At the end. You didn't cry? When they're saying goodbye? Yeah. I mean... Wait, you were? I swear. No, I wasn't. I looked over and you're like, no. <laughs> I know you were. Are you serious? Did I imagine that? Yes. The, the, the song playing. No, I I know it was perfect, and I maybe had to sniffle to prevent <laughs> myself from crying, but there were no tears shed. Okay, so you didn't cry in Ralph Breaks the Internet. No, but Ralph, the first one, I did. So that's just what I'm saying. It's a sequel, you know. Okay, 
Yes, in my mind, like a Toy Story three, that's a tearjerker. That's a, oh, like yeah. when I think Pixar, I think like real, like Ralph Breaks Internet, which is Walt Disney. It brings it down a notch a little bit, no matter what. Huh? You interesting. Know? All right, I'm gonna eat my macaroni. All right. See, wasn't that fun? Eighteen minutes. <laughs>